Welcome to the Thoughtful Entrepreneur Show. I'm Josh Elledge, founder and CEO of UpMyInfluence.com. We turn entrepreneurs into media celebrities, grow their authority, and help them build partnerships with top influencers. We believe that every person has a unique message that can positively impact the world. Stick around to the end of the show, where I'll reveal how you can be our next guest on one of the fastest growing daily inspiration podcasts on the planet in 15 to 20 minutes. Let's go. And with us right now, we've got the president and CEO of Sales Nexus, Craig Klein. Thank you so much for joining us. Hey, thanks for having me on, Josh. I'm really excited to talk. Yeah, you know, I, I'm really excited. And as soon as you jumped on, I'm like, oh man, I can't wait to geek out with you. <laughs> because, you know, um, so most folks listening uh, or watching, um, they've been in business for a while, full time, um, definitely start, you know, have a team. Um, but I would say probably one of the biggest pain points that I hear is that the founder's busy doing too much of yeah. their own sales. I'd say another pain point that comes up quite frequently is um, they don't really have a really great system for follow-up. And I'd say add to that, you know, they don't have a really great system for lead gen either. I mean, right. you know, as long as you like people, I feel like if you can dial in lead gen and you can dial in your follow-up, you're going to do pretty well. <laughs> right, right. Yeah, and let's add one more thing to that list. Guess what else founders are really bad at doing? They, they can't really write their own marketing copy, you know? So, like, when it comes to putting together a brochure or even a, you know, an a email that you want to send out to your, your list, you know, mm-hmm. they do a really bad job of it. And if you ask me, it's, it's all for the same reason. It's because as the founder you love what you do and you just have a special way of doing it. That's why you gravitated to doing what you're doing. People like the way you do it. Right. Um, And there's something kind of magic about that. And to think that you could actually teach that magic to someone else that you hire, who's not a founder of their own business. Right. Not going to happen, you know? So you have to really step out of yourself and break things down into, into specific kind of, steps and, and, uh, you know, playbooks, if you will. Yeah. Right? When, when founders write their own copy, how do you think it comes across? <laughs> it comes across either what I see all the time, right? Cause we get people that are trying to send out their first big email blast and they have great expectations. Right. And so that you'll see either this long email that explains all of their experience and their, uh, expertise and why they are a trusted resource but it doesn't ever say, you know, anything about what's in it for the customer, you know, a call to action about here's, here's why you should click right now and sign up, right? Um, it's all about, you know, me, 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 right? So that's one mistake that people make. And then the other one is just to be pure sales, right? You know, just tell me, same thing, the email's way too long and it's all about the product and how wonderful it is, but it's never about the customer's problems and how it's going to help them solve their problems, right? And that's what really right, matters. yeah, absolutely. So if if I go to a website and you know it's the founder that's written the sales copy, or I'm getting an email, um, I, I I think you know just you know one way to look at that, you know the the founder wants to write about the genius of their product, the features and the benefits, right. <laughs> or not even the benefits, right? But just the features, right? Uh, and 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 really 
you know, that I don't, that's not taking into account then where people are on the buyer journey or what their pain points are. And I think pain points, like if I go searching on the web because, you know, I've got a sore elbow, like all I care about is fixing my sore elbow, right? It's so less about the genius of the person, you know, here's all about me. Here's all about Right. Yeah. Can you fix yeah. My elbow? It's, it's, uh, it's really, I, I mean, I've, we've been doing this for over 15 years now and mm-hmm. I've seen it so many times and I've also worked with so many of these founders and I've just realized that it's almost an impossible lift, you know, to get them to be able to write about themselves and their own product in an objective, you know, from the customer's point of view. Yeah. If you ask me, if I'm a, if I had to go back to my early days as, as a founder, when I was kind of wearing all the hats, you know, the first thing I should have outsourced to someone else is the marketing part of things, because Hmm. I'm still not good at that for myself. You know, right. You can tell me what you want to sell for yourself and I can probably do a pretty good job of writing an email for you, but I, I still can't write a good one for myself. Yeah. You know, I, um, I, I look at, uh, we can't see the forest from the trees. It's, I, I'll bring in somebody for, for certain aspects of, of what we need to do on that front. And they'll come up with idea. I, I look, I would have never thought that. I, I right. you know, again, yeah. I'm just, we're, we're all too close to the action. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Um, so, so again, sales nexus, um, can you kind of just give us an overview of, of what that, of, of what you do? Sure. Yeah. Um, just, you know, the best way to, to highlight what we do is a little background on kind of um, my story and how I um, sort of recognized the need. I was a, a VP of sales in the energy business, working for a couple of different energy service companies here in Houston, you know, selling to big oil companies, right? And, uh, you know, big, long sales cycles that might go six months or a year, but sometimes very big deals, multi-million dollar deals, right? Mm. Um, and long story short, we, the company I worked for merged with a competitor. And so as the VP of sales, I inherited this new bunch of sales guys that I hadn't recruited or trained or anything. And it happened to be at a time when the oil industry was in a downturn. And so there were all these really, really smart geologists and geophysicists and petroleum engineers who were out of work all of a sudden uh, and who also knew everyone in the industry, right? So great resources and we wanted to add them to our team. Hmm. But of course, these are not natural salespeople, you know? So uh, long story short, I'm, I've got this collection of geologists and scientists that I'm trying to turn into salespeople. Hmm. And, um, so this is a long time ago. This is back when act, if you remember that, that was the, the granddaddy of all sort of sales contact management systems. Ah. Um, and it was, you know, it wasn't on the cloud. There was, there wasn't a cloud back then. And, uh, so I got these people in different offices and some working from home and I'm trying to, I'm trying to get one report that shows me who's making the most calls and who's got the most in their pipeline and all of those basic things. And it just was a nightmare technically to pull it together. Um, so that was right around the time that Salesforce had just come on the market. So we switched to Salesforce just because they were on in the cloud and it just mm. solved all those IT problems for us. Yeah. Right? Um, and that was great. You know, we really got a lot out of that, but 
we missed a lot of the cool functionality that salespeople loved about the old act that we had used for years and years. And so long story short, what we tried to do with Sales Nexus is we wanted to be the act of the cloud, you know, the, the tool that salespeople really love to use. And it's in the cloud and you don't need an IT team to make it work for you. Mm -hmm. you know? um, so that's kind of how we started. Since then, we've evolved quite a lot and we've added a lot of marketing automation tools. So now the, the other part of our solution is we can make salespeople love our tool even more because we can actually generate leads for them. So all they got to do is log in and there they are, you know, new leads coming in that are people that are responding to your emails or uh, responding to an ad and going through the website or whatever. Yeah. Um, and then organize them and help them be more focused and effective. Uh, so is so so sales nexus is a is a crm then yeah it's a crm and marketing automation platform and mostly our customers are medium-sized b2b teams mm -hmm. um, you know so might be a small business solopreneur a guy just getting started that kind of wants to do everything and he doesn't need 10 applications to worry about right right um or it might be a team of maybe you know, 25, 50 salespeople, somewhere in there, somewhere in between there. So kind of starting with the beginning of the, the, the journey here uh, in looking at what Sales Nexus provides, um, I see that um, it's really easy. To, you, you offer a lead generation service. Um, right. Can you share like what's working in lead gen today? Well, I mean, you know, here it is September of 2020, right? It's crazy year. And of course, everything's changed, right? And uh, what we saw immediately back in, you know, early part of this year when the, the whole lockdown started was there's a huge bunch of B2B businesses that are almost entirely dependent on trade shows and things yeah. like that for their marketing. And that just went gone, mm -hmm. right? So they were just completely devastated. And uh, so one of the things that we saw immediately, people started looking into our tool. We saw really uh, a real uptick in business because people are looking for email marketing solutions to replace the things that had been taken away by the lockdown, right? So um, that's, to me, since we, we've really doubled down on that service here this year, and since doing that, what we've seen is there's just so much low-hanging fruit for most businesses in, in two ways. Number one, it, you may have been in business for, you know, years and years, and you've built up this nice little list of past customers, current customers, mm -hmm. past mm -hmm. leads, all that. Um, you know, but because you may have not been as organized or your salespeople may have not been as organized as you would like, you know, some of them you got a first name and a phone number and some of them you got an email and nothing else. And it's kind of a mess, right? Mm -hmm. So it's difficult to really do anything with if you wanted to, for instance, say, you know, I want to target this industry with this special offer, but then take a separate part of my list, a different industry and target them with a different offer, right? A different product or service. It's, most businesses don't have their past customer list and past lead list organized to that extent right mm -hmm. so now we have the, a service where we can take that list that you've already accumulated and run it through a, a data resource 
and append all the missing data to it. So if you're missing phone numbers, all of a sudden you've got phone numbers. If you're mm-hmm. missing emails, now you've got emails and everything in between, LinkedIn profiles and um, everything like that. So number one, it just takes the data you already have and makes it much more useful. So now you can really segment and do specific offers. But then the, the second thing that comes right out of that is we can analyze it now because now not only do we have their names and phone numbers and emails, but we've also got like SIC codes for the industries and size of business, number of employees, all of that data that we can analyze and we can say, look, 50% of your customers are in this industry and have this title. Let's go build a list of other companies in that industry with that title, you know, people with that title, and let's target mm-hmm. them, you know? So it's really a great way to expand the universe for a small business, right? That's sure. most small businesses. Our number one problem is just people don't know we exist, right? So, so this sounds like a lot of, you know, again, kind of um, nurturing or not nurturing, but um, gosh, what's the term I'm thinking of? Enriching, uh, enriching existing lists. Uh, right. And then uh, building upon those lists. So, so list building is is one thing. Um, do you find that direct email outreach is effective? Oh yeah, if you do it right, right? Yeah. Well, okay. So I think a lot of people screw this up. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so what? How does someone do email outreach right? Well, you know, it's it's good old fashioned contact. I say good old fashioned. You know, for the last 10, 15 years, right? Everybody's been talking about content marketing right? Mm-hmm. And that's what works. Um, so with email, the good news is it's super easy. Um, you know, you just, um, back when I was a salesperson, right, I was lucky enough to have some really good sales training and they taught me about uncovering the customer's pain, right? So you want to ask questions and know what that customer's pain is and then position your solution as the, the solution to their pain, right? Mm-hmm. Well, that's what works with content marketing, right? Figure out what your customer's pain is that your product solves. And let's offer them a piece of content that's relevant to that pain. In other words, that first email you send them cannot be a sales pitch about your product or about you as an expert, right? That doesn't work. It's got to be more, hey, we've created this free guide. If you're suffering from, you know, lower back pain, here's three exercises that you can do uh, to alleviate your lower back pain. So you're not selling your company or your product at all. What you're doing is you're taking a big list of thousands of companies or customers and narrowing it down to the people that download that guide. That's your hot list of prospects that you then want to take to the next level, right? So you're letting people raise their hand and tell you, I have a problem that you can solve. Mm. You know, and then you focus your resources on that. Um, in in a you know, again, I would say over the past few years, um, compliance has been pretty important. Like to to make sure that you're not, you know, you're not spamming people. Right. What do you? What does one do to stay compliant? Well, first of all, in the U.S., uh, luckily the the laws are pretty liberal. Mm-hmm. The only thing that's re- legally required is that you identify yourself clearly. You can't be trying to spoof and pretend you're a company other than who you actually are. Right. And that you give people an an easy way to opt out. So Mm -hmm. if if you got an unsubscribe link that where they can say, Hey, I don't want to get these anymore, then that's it. Yeah. Um, And of course you have to respect that. Right. Uh, 
in Europe, uh, it's, it's a lot different. Uh, you have to have permission from the recipient first before mm-hmm. you email them. Um, in Canada, it's, it's kind of in between, mm-hmm. but, um, in the U S, um, really it's just about, um, the, the penalty that you can suffer really is not a legal one. It's if you, for instance, download a slightly, you know, the wrong list, right? You mm-hmm. think that this industry is going to be a great, uh, fit for you and you send them all, uh, uh your piece of content and it's just not relevant to them. And mm-hmm. a lot of a market is spam. Well, that yeah. damages your reputation. That's right. Yeah. That's going to affect your success going forward. So you want to avoid mm-hmm. that. But of course, you know, um, our platform and other platforms, we're not the only one. We monitor that stuff for you and we're going to kind of keep you out of trouble. Basically. Yeah. Right. Right. Uh, so let's say you send out a piece of great content uh, and you get, uh, you know, out of a list of maybe 10,000 or something like that, you get you know, uh, a couple hundred people, they're like, yeah, you know, and so they kind of raise their hand, um, you know, through automation, you know, exactly who that was on that list. Uh, then I would imagine it's like, okay, well, they've shown an interest in this. Um, what would the next steps be? Well, it it just depends on how sophisticated you want to get. Right. Mm -hmm. And also it it probably depends a lot on the price point. So we Mm -hmm. have one client, this is how simple this can be. They, they write, they have a lot of engineers on their team. It's a highly technical product for ventilating uh, refineries and, and manufacturing facilities. And it's all about fans and their efficiency and stuff like that. So they got all these engineers once a week, they put a blog post on there with all this technical stuff about some kind of fan. Right. Mm -hmm. And all they do is they send out an email about each blog post, you know, Hey, we just, posted this article about this kind of fan, thought you'd be interested, click here to read it, right? Mm -hmm. That's it, simple. And then the salespeople pick up the phone and call the guys that are reading the blog article, right? Because now they know that that guy is interested in that kind of fan. So they can pick up the phone and say, hey, looks like you're interested in ventilating, you know, uh, offshore drilling rigs or whatever it is. Yeah. You know, get really to that guy's interest, right? Yeah. Immediately. And since they're selling, you know, 50,000, 100,000 multi-million dollar type deals, that phone call is well worth it, right? Yeah, right, uh, right. Oh, because again, because the database is enriched with, so all, it's really simple. I mean, you've got, you, ping, 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 ping. <laughs> so you get, you get a list here. And it's like, okay, well, I got the, I know exactly who clicked and read that. So I can just give them a call. Exactly. Like, hey, I saw that you yeah. read that article. <laughs> or, or, you know, if you want to automate it, because maybe, you know, like we work with some companies that sell lower price point products, uh-huh. like even, you know, supplements yeah. and things like that. Right. Uh-huh. And so in their case, they don't really want to put a lot of sales effort into things. Sure. They want to automate the process. So mm-hmm. your next email might be, hey, we have a special on this particular product that's relevant to the content piece that you just uh, downloaded and, you know, click here to take advantage of that special or send them a text message, which you can automate that also, you know, just depends yeah. on, um, you know, how sophisticated you want to make it. Right. Right. Excellent. So, um, in terms of, and again, I'd say the other area where in this last voice, we ran, run out of time here. Um, <laughs> uh, but in, in terms of nurturing, 
What what do you see in terms of best practices working really well? Um, you know, I see a lot of okay, well, we have all these people in our CRM and they just kind of stare at the list every day and like, oh, I wonder what we do today with these folks. Right. Uh, where are we at on this one? And, uh, you know, just a lot, maybe what might feel like a little bit of disorganization. Yeah, for sure. That's that's the the thing that I see undermining sales teams. Yeah. Often it's just, they're not organized and they're kind of scattered all over the place. One guy's doing it this way and another guy's doing it that way. And they can't really discern what's the process that really works. So if we're going to hire a new sales guy, let's teach him to do that. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, so to me, you, if you combine everything that we've been talking about, then you can really nail that problem pretty quickly. In other words, you could send out an, a piece of content to identify your most interested prospects on a big list that you're otherwise, like you say, just kind of sitting there staring at it. Right. So now you're narrowing it down to maybe only 100 or 200 people, right? Um, you, could, you could go through calling those people in a week, right? Just one guy could do that, right? Mm-hmm. And you're going to learn a lot in that process. But most importantly, when your salespeople, whether it's you as the business owner or a salesperson that you've hired, when you're talking to them, you've got to categorize them, right? Mm-hmm. Don't just scribble a bunch of notes or even type a bunch of notes in your CRM. You want to have little drop downs and check boxes that let you say, this is in this in this guy's in this industry and he has yeah. 20 employees and this other guy's in a totally different industry and he has only five employees and all of the things that you're going to want to use next week to divide that list into super hot, awesome opportunities and nice, but not that awesome opportunities make sure that data is going into a database so you can search on it and filter on it and really organize, right? Mm-hmm. And that way, going forward, now you can really target messages specific to each of those different audiences and your sales guys have that information in front of them. They can use that to guide their conversation with the customer, right? Um, so, Craig, on your website here, and I'm at salesnexus.com, um, where would you recommend people start? Well, two things you can do. Um, you can start a free trial right there, and you can go mm-hmm. crazy with the system, load up contacts, and send out emails and everything for a month, and it's free. Um, the, uh, the other option is if you go to um, our blog, there's a lot of different videos and articles that we've posted, you know, our content, right? All about how to write effective emails, how to organize a sales process. Mm-hmm. Um, lots of great content there. But what you'll also see when you're there is uh, an opportunity to download what we call the four steps to market domination. And that's a four step guide. It's not super long. You can go through it in a weekend. And it's going to show you how to, number one, organize your customer list like we were just talking about. And number two, start writing your first content emails and Mm. create a really simple formula to do that where, you you know, you could do it in 30 minutes. Um, And really, it's everything you need to know to get started using a platform like this and see success within the first few days and not, you know, spend six months trying to figure it out. Excellent. All right, Craig Klein, the website salesnexus.com. Again, Craig, you're the uh, the founder and president, is that correct? That's right. 
Excellent, excellent. 18 years uh, SalesNexus has been in business. Uh, Craig, thank you so much for joining us. Oh, thanks for having me. It's been a lot of fun. Thanks for listening to the Thoughtful Entrepreneur Show. If you are a thoughtful business owner or professional who would like to be on this daily program, please visit upmyinfluence.com slash guest. Now, if you've got something out of this interview, would you share this episode on social media? Just do a quick screenshot with your phone and text it to a friend or post it on the socials. Now, if you do that, tag us with the hashtag upmyinfluence. Each month, we scour Twitter, LinkedIn, Facebook, and Instagram. We pick one winner from each platform, and you get crowned king or queen of that social media. Now, what do you win? Well, we're going to promote you and your business to over 120,000 social media fans, totally free. Now, can you also hook us up? Now, in your podcast player right now, please give us a thumbs up or a rating and review. We promise to read it all and take action. We believe that every person has a message that can positively impact the world. Your feedback helps us fulfill that mission. And while you're at it, hit that subscribe button. You know why? Tomorrow, that's right, seven days a week, you are going to be inspired and motivated to succeed. 15 minutes a day. Now, my name's Josh Elledge. Let's connect on the socials. You'll find all the stuff we're doing at upmyinfluence.com. Now, thanks for listening, and thank you for being a part of the Thoughtful Entrepreneur Movement. Thank you.